Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to our next parable that we're going to look at in the book of Luke. And this one is found in the 10th chapter. And it's a very, very, very well-known parable. But as in all these things, it helps to know the context of it. Okay, just pay attention to the context. Now, this one, we likely know the context a little more. But just read it carefully, listen carefully, and I think the Lord reveals even more. So in Luke chapter 10, verse 25, we have this. And it says, And a lawyer stood up. <laughs> well, there you go. The second you see that, you go, okay, are we going all uh, a court scene here? Perry Mason on us, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, what is the context of this? Well, I don't want to go into all that um, because it may be what came out of verse 24. Probably it's just a shift in scene, so it's a different scene then. So the idea is this, that uh, Luke is pushing the narrative forward. And he's saying, now, let me tell you another story. A lawyer stood up and put him to the test. And it's put Jesus to the test. So from the get-go, we see what the purpose of the lawyer is. It's to test Jesus. And this is not a good thing, okay? He's putting him to the test. So he tests him, and the lawyer says this, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, I say it that way because he wasn't really serious, okay? He was trying to test him. He's trying to trip him up. He's trying to entrap him. Next verse says this, and Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? How does it read to you? <laughs> That's a great line right there. You know, what do you read in the Bible? What is the Bible? How does it read to you? How do you interpret it? First of all, it, pays, it puts the burden on that lawyer to know what the word is, what he would have known what it was. Okay. And then in other words, how do you interpret it? And so the lawyer answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. So he quotes the Hebrew Mishnah, not Mishnah, oh, uh, what's the word? Oh, well, anyway, out of Deuteronomy 6, okay? Uh, he quotes this passage, which would have been the default position, okay? Default position. So Jesus says to him, you've answered correctly. Do this and you will live. Verse 29, but wishing to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? <laughs> snarky little thing, right? So he starts off at the beginning right here, the lawyer. He's putting him to the test, so you know his, mo his motives are not pure. Okay? And then when Jesus tells him that you answered correctly, because he did answer correctly, but he's getting nowhere with Jesus, he says, well then, who is my neighbor? This is when Jesus comes along, and he gives him a little parable. And Jesus replied and said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among robbers. And they stripped him and beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. And by chance, a priest was going down on that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was on a journey came upon him. And when he saw him, he felt compassion. And came to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. And he put on him, uh, put him on his beast, 
and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, he took out two denarii and gave to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I return, I will repay you. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the robber's hands? And the lawyer said, The one who showed mercy toward him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do the same. And so the the lawyer answered rightly both of these things. We know this story is the story of the good Samaritan. Uh, The word good is really not right here. It just says Samaritan. If you're going to say that it's a good Samaritan, then you have to sort of come along with the the corollary that the two religious rulers right here were bad. They were evil. So you know the story. You saw what happened. You heard what just occurred. You have a priest. One of the religious rulers comes by upon somebody who had been stripped and beaten, was half dead. He walks into the side of the road and avoids him. The Levite does the same thing, a religious ruler, passes him by. There's been a lot of good sermons, a lot of good teaching on what all that means and how they couldn't touch him because it would have made him unclean and all this kind of stuff. Totally true, totally true. Uh, but the thing is, what that gives a picture of, that they're giving greater credence to the law and greater heed to the law than they are to their fellow man and the harm that has come to their fellow man by being attacked right here, okay? So you have a Samaritan that comes along. Well, what's the big deal with that? Samaritans were highly, highly despised by the Jewish people, okay? Samaritans were often viewed as being half-breeds, for lack of a better term. And that's not correctly uh, true in detail, though I understand what they were saying. Uh, the, the greater problem is that the Samaritans uh, worshipped in a false way. They were part of the northern kingdom, and they had a Jewish background. They were Jewish and Gentile, and they thought they were right before God, but they weren't. But what happened here? This Samaritan in this parable, in this account, felt compassion. He felt compassion, and he moved out of that compassion. And he, he bandaged the guy up. He took him. He took care of him. You knew everything that happened right there. And he even provided for him when he had to continue on his journey. He said, I'll make up anything that this costs. But the fact that he felt compassion is what I want us to see for today. The religious rulers felt no compassion. If they felt any compassion, we don't have any mention here. <clears throat> if they felt any, it was trumped by their need to press on in the law and not touch anything or not do anything with something like this. So here's the one that's considered to be unclean, a Samaritan, that comes along and does what we're supposed to do, which is move within compassion. The lawyer had come, uh, try to set Jesus up, testing him. The lawyer had come to justify himself, justify his own acts and his own deeds. Jesus turned the whole thing on him, by telling the story, the lawyer answered rightly with everything. And he says, well, the one who showed mercy to him is really the one of the three that proved to be his neighbor. Because the question was, which is my neighbor? And Jesus says, you go and do the same. You go show mercy. Who is your neighbor? Anybody that you have an opportunity to show mercy to. Anyone that you encounter. Where does that leave us? really rather convicted, right? Because it's really easy, folks, to move and operate within that spirit of religion right there. Allow the Spirit of the Lord to move upon you 
in compassion and watch what he does. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.